Okay, I'm I just sorry. I hit record. Oh, we're on, we're on. <laughs> sorry, I was do it. <clears throat> I was texting. Cool. Well, as I one mean, does, <laughs> when they're also not paying like attention to things, yelling at me to get my shit together. I know, like, girl, I have to go. Um, yeah. No, so we're fine. going, we're going, we're going. This is a bonus episode. But we're going to do it real quick. Yeah. Mostly because Tava needs to go to true crime trivia. Yeah. So I talked recently about going to this business of comedy panel and I want to like get this info out there. So I'm going to, I'm going to go through my notes basically. <laughs> and I'm um, going to ask questions because I wasn't there. Episode. Was that yeah. the one I sent, I sent you the info and was it go to this? That's um, a different one. So, so I signed up for that one and I paid for it, but then I was very ill and I couldn't go. Oh. And I was like, guys, can I do something? And they were very nice. And they said, here's a code. You can go to our next one for free. So this Aww. was the next one. That was very that was sweet. super nice. Yeah. I went to one um, with also with Sharkway Entertainment. And um, it was before that, but I didn't take notes because I had the sickness that you later got cool. <laughs> when I went. And um, I don't think I was contagious anymore because I'm not yeah. about bringing public health epidemics. But um, I, I wasn't feeling my 100% best. And I was real tired and I almost didn't go. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I paid for this. I'm doing it. So yeah. I went. But I don't remember much of it because I was just kind of out of it. Yeah. I was like trying to pay yeah. attention. So you did um, the right choice. Yeah, and again, this was Stark White Entertainment. Uh, they seem cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go through some of these notes. Um, first, I thought <laughs> just going there was interesting because it feels like a good networking opportunity, um, but then you have, like, social anxiety, and I was, like, in a bad I mood. I was, like, in a shit mood. And I do didn't you mean you as, like, a person in general or me? Uh, well, generally people yeah. have it, um, but I, like I, was in, I just like didn't want to talk to people that day, and I was like, I should talk to people, and this is no, hard. that's the right place to go. Yeah. This is a good networking opportunity. That was yeah. the day that I went. I met this girl who just moved here from Boston, was like in the comedy scene in Boston, like wanted to talk. I was between her and this other guy who regularly opens for people like John Legend, Holy um, shit. and I was just like, okay, and I like couldn't form thoughts because I was so tired, and also. <laughs> Yeah, I just that was that was the day, but I also yeah, do have it was hard. very bad social anxiety. And I remember one day being in therapy and my therapist was like, um, today we're gonna talk about your social anxiety. <laughs> You're gonna stop avoiding this. And I was yeah. like, Okay. <laughs> so um yeah. Yeah. So I was feeling that it. that day and I didn't really make friends, but it's okay. It's tough. Um, it's tough. But yeah, it's hard. But those are the kinds of rooms where you wanna be in and you, it and is talk a really great opportunity. Um so that's something where I say do what I say and not what I do, I guess. Um mm-hmm. I and I Thanks, just Mom. wanna I wanna shout out um it was A, a very diverse panel, and B, a very diverse audience. That's and great. And I was like, fucking yes. People New showed York. up, and I loved it. Um, so on the panel, there was um, – it was a manager that was um, running the panel. They had an appearance agent, so that guy, like, books tours. They had a publicist. They had an entertainment lawyer. And, uh, like, a, oh, I think he was also a lawyer, but he did, like, packaging, which is, like, um, the production companies. Um, so, yeah, so they had all these people there. Um, do, 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 do. So, <laughs> these are some notes about the entertainment lawyer. She was very cool. Um, and she was talking about basically why you would want an entertainment lawyer to negotiate your deals. Why? Um, 
so one is that they have attorney-client privilege. Um, so meaning? Meaning that they could not, like, disclose anything to anyone about the deals they've negotiated with you. Hmm. B. But they also know what kind of deals people regularly make. That was my second point, mm. is that um, part of their job is understanding what is viable for you to get. So they have done millions of deals and they can say, I know for a fact that someone booking, you know, an event at this space has gotten this much money. Right, right. So, so this is what I realistically yeah. can negotiate for you with your exactly. history or whatever else. Yeah. Um, and entertainment lawyers are also not hourly. Um, they, Your lights are flickering right now. I saw that. Um, are we doing something? Is we're the power still recording. Going is it because the heat is so intense right now? The Probably. The power is being shut down. Um, <laughs> Hashtag New York summer. I just burped into the microphone. Um, I 100% just swallowed very loudly <laughs> and then immediately went, mm, I hope I you enjoy this up. bonus episode. Um <laughs> So entertainment lawyers are sort of similar to like managers or agents where they get five to 10% of like the deals they negotiate for you. Do you need one on um, top of an agent and manager? Uh, that was sort of the recommendation okay. is yes. Yeah. Um, but basically it's not like, like most lawyers you're paying like an hourly fee for them. So this, this is not that entertainment lawyers are different. So I think that's important to recognize. Um, so, the packaging guy. He was also a lawyer. <laughs> um, but what? basically... What is a packaging guy? So he represents production companies. Oh. So packaging is the production company sure. that uh, would then is go in and, show. and yeah, produce yeah, yeah. your show. Which is kind um, of yeah. awesome and a niche career field if you're yeah. interested. Yeah. And so I didn't know that term and um, didn't know that that was a job. So that was cool. He was mm-hmm. very nice. Um, and then there was a publicist. I didn't really get much out of her. I don't know. <laughs> she was there and she was like, she did the things that you're like, that's what a publicist does. Right. <laughs> that's a publicist. She was very much about like, um, she was like, people come in wanting like specific results and like, it's really hard to track like ROI of PR. So, and what you're buying, Mm. what you're buying when you pay for a publicist is their contacts and relationships. It's not that you're buying specific press coverage or that anything is guaranteed because your story has to be interesting enough for someone to cover it. So (laughs) that was like her main thing. Also, but you can kind of spend any, if you're a good publicist, you can spend anything to be a good story. You would hope so. Um, But it's also Also, like some things sound great and then you pitch them and they're like, no, I'm good. Can I say one of the people on the panel that I went to was, um, she's a booker for a comedy club in Manhattan. And I don't, I did know at the time, but I do not remember uh, the the club she specifically uh, booked for. But she was saying that like, in her um, expertise, there was a lot of, um, you have to know as, especially as a Santa, your audience, right? Or be able to read your mm-hmm. audience and how uh, in Manhattan, a lot of um, jokes will work that don't work in Brooklyn per se, because Brooklyn yeah. tends to have a little bit of a smarter audience. Um, they tend to be, you know, more local jokes will work versus in Manhattan where it's a lot of tourists. Um, yeah. And also just... Yeah, Brooklyn is just in general um, 
not that these things are mutually exclusive, uh, but more liberal and more um, just smarter, just generally more educated. And they expect a brand of smarter comedy that Right. You don't have to necessarily provide. Yeah. In other places, not saying that you can't be have smart comedy in Manhattan, but sometimes right. it's just not going to land the way it does at a club in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. And so as a comedian, having um, jokes that are ready for any audience is very helpful. Yeah. And also, I um, excuse me, I'm reading this book right now, <laughs> comedy writing, and one of the things was um, have more material than you need, right? So yeah, always. I learned this the hard way. Uh, going up and doing stand-up one time and having a 10-minute set and the host left the room at like eight minutes, didn't come back till 12. I had to keep talking. Like there was no way for me to just be like, and I'm done. Who's up next? Anyone know? Anyone know? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to keep talking. And so like just always have more material ready or have stuff in your back pocket because you never know when that's going to happen. And you don't want to be making shit up on the spot, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like, Like I did. So. Yeah, and mm. that sort of leads into so as I said, one of the people was in in a a some personal appearances agent, which means he books personal. But it's like he he'll book your tour right. if you're a comedian or a stand up. Let's say honestly, that'd um, be so nice. I don't want to figure out logistics. Yeah. So um, so this guy was interesting, and he um, I think this is such a common question and people are like, oh, I'm like in this comedy scene, blah, blah, blah. How do I get an agent? And the way he phrased it was like, you don't really get one, you create one. Like, and by that he means like, he's like, I go to shows all the time. Like people tell me where to go. People tell me where the funny people are. Like you get an agent by interesting being present in the scene and uh, being everything really is, funny. The moral <laughs> of the story is everything is networking. Yeah, everything, everything. is networking. And he's Make like, some sometimes I don't go into business mm-hmm. with someone right away, but I think they're really funny. And we, you know, exchange numbers and we hang out. And like, yeah. So, um, and another um, good strategy that he had was um, basically working lower level agents, right? Because a new agent starting out is the same as a new comedian starting out. You, you're hungry, you're looking to land a win and, um, you'll work with like anybody. So yeah. What's up? (laughs) No, I actually listened to a podcast and I don't know which one it was. So bad about this. Um, but it was an interview with Padra Brewster and she was talking about how she was like, I've been in this industry a while right now. And she was like, whenever the, and like the specific agency that she's with, she's like, I will consistently go in and being, be like, give me the youngest, newest agent you have. And then I will go to that person and be like, if you can book me in an indie film, you'll look good. And just like, be like, this is, you know what I mean? Like using, being like, it will make you look better. And it, it gets her something, obviously she gets more work or whatever, but it's like, she's like, go to the youngest, hungriest person that's there. They need to book they people. need this just as much as you do. Exactly. And you find a hungry person that likes you. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Be and like, I'm in your corner and I'm exactly. going to help you. Yeah. And I was just like, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I love that. That's why that. she's so successful, <laughs> you um, know? And that go oh, into my next point. Um, they talked a lot about how, like, fit matters. Like, it's a, it's not, this is what a close. What is fit? <laughs> this is a close working relationship. Do you and mean you want like I genuinely don't understand what you mean by fit. Do you mean like, like I need to work out regularly? No. 
Um, what I mean is that, like, your relationship <laughs> do with your manager or your agent, uh-huh. like, that that is a close working relationship and it's oh, not, yeah. it's you like have your to therapist. In you have to invest yeah. in yeah. <laughs> Like it's, you have to make sure that you guys are on the same page, that they get you your mesh. style, that they understand your goals, that you guys can communicate well. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is important. Um, so. Oh, sorry. I did not understand this. By fit, you mean how you, um, work together right how you fit yeah. with each other okay yeah I genuinely was like I do not understand what you're saying is that some sort of CrossFit reference I no. don't know okay no just like tracking, you should get along on a on a no, it's more true. personal level than just like it's true I, I had think a, you're funny I want to book you mm-hmm. or whatever I had a psychiatrist once that literally told me that the advantage of therapy was someone you worked well with he was like there's literally yeah. it, there's so much science behind all these things and research and whatever the end of the day, it's going to boil down to a therapist that you feel comfortable with and right. that you feel like is helping you and vice versa. Exactly. And it's <clears throat> very similar. Just like to finding that. a co-host for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you hate each other, don't do it. Find exactly. another host. <laughs> exactly. Um, I wrote this down. It was just really funny. Someone asked the um, the talent agent, the guy that books personal appearances, um, like what's the, what's the easiest way to like book a tour or whatever. And he was like, well, the easiest way is if you're already famous, I can definitely book you. (laughs) (laughs) If I have 2.7 million followers on YouTube, you can get me a show. Yeah. Probably. Um, And that was really funny. Um, I like witty people. So, uh, someone had asked about like the most successful, like clients people have. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was some, did some they name con- drop or do they just, no, go, some, go, they just consistency and like patterns and oh, habits. Okay. Um, this is why we ask clarifying questions. <laughs> and so a couple of things were, um, one, just being organized, like understanding, um, your vision and your goals and, and what you want out of your career is really important. But, um, they also meant it on like a very literal level of like, I met this person and they had a spreadsheet of every agent they had contacted and, um, when they reached out and when they followed up and if they like responded and like, that's fucking like organized as shit. Um, so that was one thing. And then the other thing was, like, um, basically just follow through. So, like... Um, Do you mean this in the sense that's like, a follow through is, like, one of the biggest things that my day job, which is not related to this, but, like, in general is... Sorry, I'm, like, very flummy today. If you have... Um, if you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, you lose a lot of credibility is that what you mean by like follow through like just yeah being like, pretty much or like if i say i'm gonna be here you better fucking be here not even just being there but like people in in entertainment especially i think have like they have all sorts of ideas and they're like i want to do this and then i want to do this but oh this is really interesting and i want to do that but then they sort of like never do any of it <laughs> is that and exactly like... what i'm doing with my life because it might be <laughs> you're i think you're doing a lot of things I'm doing so many things. I often feel like I'm like, I'm doing all the things and I'm not really doing any one thing well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't do that. That's the advice. (laughs) I don't. Well, I think the advice is to be focused and, 
and commit to what you say you want to do. Um, so I think you're doing at least some of that. <laughs> I think I do lots of things say, I want to do, but I don't. <laughs> you say you want to do things and you do them. I, maybe there's a lack of focus. Um, and that's maybe somewhere where you <gasps> <What>? can improve. <laughs> no, I severe ADD. Um, but yeah, they were like, that's a big thing with like a lot of, and I'm not making a joke about that. Comedy, yeah. Diagnosed. Like a lot of comedy people will be like, Oh, I want to, I want to write. I want to act. I want to do th- but I these think five that that's things. A, yeah. Also, I think that that's a hunger for it. Right. It's like, I will do anything I need to do because I want to fucking do yeah. this. Or it, it and can, I don't care. That yeah, I it might else. not even be like the paths you take, but maybe the projects you're like, Oh, I want to work on this thing. And you're like, oh, I yeah, got an idea taken... for it and then like never do anything with it. So then that's like, yeah, yeah. So it's just like following through on your ideas and being like, oh, I want to like focus on this. I want to make some point. For it. Something yeah. has to be the focus. Exactly. I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I'm investing in right now. Exactly. But all the other things I do think genuinely help make you unique. Right. Yeah, and like, absolutely. I do, um, <clears throat> I do stand up. I also do dance, which is, like, when I do acting, people are always, like, interesting. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a unique thing that a lot of people don't do both of those things. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, yeah, I think all of that plays in. Yeah. I agree. Um, What's next? This was a big thing. (laughs) What am I talking about? (laughs) um, The packaging guy. He was interesting. Um, So. That's because you like marketing. Maybe. Um, no, I thought he was just really smart. Um, people were talking about, like, how do you, like, especially if you're a writer mm-hmm. and you want to, like, submit stuff, they were like, how do you get so curious or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, produce your written piece. Ugh. Everybody produce says it. that. I get produce it. Produce it. And he was it. like. Everyone's just like, do your thing. <laughs> he was like. If you sent an email to someone and was like, read my 20-page script or watch this three-minute video, which one do you think they're going to fucking do? I know. (laughs) But I was like, wow, that's good. It's hard. And I I think he was, you know. Hmm. So does this – okay. I have a lot of thoughts right now. (laughs) I feel like the stuff I've been writing and I want to submit and I've been getting stuff together to submit for – I feel like maybe I'll just do it, but also at the same time, maybe I just talk to some of the people that I know that make student films and be like, hey, can we make this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah. Maybe pictures of them too. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. It was just like an, yeah, it was, it was like a real moment for me. And I was like, fuck, you really should be producing like Something. anything you write. Something. Like, yeah, just if, if it's good enough, it should be produced because it's just so much more likely to but be But again, that's networking. Viewed. You gotta find the right people. Yeah. You know, and it's I, also about yeah, and like I feel like it's difficult because he was like, it doesn't matter if it's like on an iPhone, whatever. And I was like, I feel like it, it does, does though. It does. <laughs> Don't say that. Um, that's not true. Yeah. But I'm too much is, of a perfectionist to like Well, do here's that. the thing is <clears throat> I think the point of that is that like a lot of the newer iPhones really do have better quality than some of the DSLRs, right? Like, and yeah. I can, I know when we were doing, you helped me, thank you for a self tape audition I was doing was like, we tried to use my camera and the sound quality, we just couldn't get it right. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? 
I can get the sound quality on my yeah, iPhone. You can just do and it, on it your just phone. was there equally are, there as are good movies shot on fucking iPhones now. Like truly. Yeah. Like it's So yeah. I don't I think you can do it with an iPhone. I think you can. And I think it's, that's what this guy was telling us. It's like don't be overwhelmed or don't immediately write it off because yeah. it's an iPhone. You can do it. And and that's the point too, is that like even if it's on an iPhone, it doesn't mean that like it's the best quality stuff, right? They're right. like, they're looking for content. They're like, we can redo this in a better produced right. way. Yeah, but as long as your ideas get across. If your ideas are clear. Yeah, then it's shit's okay. good. Um, going down the line, back to law. Um, have contracts with everyone you work with. If money's involved, put it down on paper. It doesn't have to be super legit. You know what's a crazy thing? Is my scene study class requires us to have a contract with our scene partner as to what kind of physical touching we're okay with that seems Which like I think people who are afraid of me to backlash um they're yes 100 <laughs> percent. that's where that stems from but i also think in a way it's kind of healthy to be like i think so let's yeah. make this clear you yeah. know what i mean like we don't want any issues with this so let's just go ahead and set it up sure and i don't i appreciate that like i would rather have that conversation pre than post issue you know what i mean yeah yeah Sorry, I sidetracked that, but go ahead. Uh, no, just like, yeah, if, if money or, you know, the ownership of your ideas is involved, like, put it down on paper. Like, understand. Yeah. Um, this is mine. You're not submitting this to stuff. Exactly. I'm this to stuff. Yeah. Um, or, if, or, you know what? Decide together. If you do submit it, I want credit. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, whatever. like just have it written. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't. Sorry, I don't know why I'm so flummy. It's okay. I just keep clear my throat um my next note is i'm allergic to summer <laughs> same actually my allergist told me that um same. representation does not equal money which is key um, well sure if somebody's getting five percent and ten percent and five percent it's not that much money just, anyway <laughs> well, no it's it's just that like that that doesn't mean getting an agent doesn't mean that you're like gonna hit it big like it just means an agent okay, doesn't mean you've made it no, it means, that you, it have means an agent. you have an agent okay. and you have to pay some of your money to this person now um gotcha and on that note of percentages um basically they were like well you get most of the money because you do most of the work and you still have to do the work once you get so you get most of the money when you have a lawyer a personal agent a agent and also a manager like an appearance agent and a manager like so. you know what i mean like no yeah. you're making 30 percent of your your original I work like probably half of it uh, um it sounds like half i don't know they, how works. they've negotiated higher deals for you and whatever it's all the point is like it is still, a business it's, at the end the of the business day. is you doing work so <laughs> but i think and that's the thing like, about yeah. I don't know about – I can't speak for all comedians, but I do know, like, I don't do it for fucking money. Like, I do it because I love it, and yeah. also I need to make money. So at yeah. some point, no, you need these people involved. The point is, hard. yeah, if you are making money, it's – yeah, you – It's not a solo is, game. You need yeah, these other people. But yeah, you need these other people. And also, feelings about it. they make money based off of your work. Mm -hmm. You have to keep producing work for them to stick around. Again, a lot of mixed um, feelings about it, but okay, okay, okay. Blah, blah, blah. I lost my spot. There's nothing like an in-person meeting. <laughs> um, 
get an in-person meeting. Don't email or, you know, try an email, try a phone call, but there's nothing like meeting someone in person. Well, I think this goes back to my fear of masks. I don't (laughs) really like, actually, I don't like at all when I can't see someone's face, right? Like I want to be able to read their expression. I want to know what they're thinking. I want to be able to have that kind of relationship and context, right? And an in-person meeting is so invaluable. It is anyone can be talking to you on the phone and have you on mute and just take it off mute and be like, mm-hmm, yeah, totally. And then like put it back on, you know, like just yeah. you don't know what they're doing. You don't know where they are. They might be at fucking Starbucks. They might be in their office answering emails. They might like be, you know, on a trip with their kids. Like it, it doesn't yeah. matter. But like unless I can read their expressions, I don't know what they're doing. You know exactly. what I mean? It's also just like, you know, that's more recognizable. I I have met you in person and I know if I face ran into face you on the street, who is you are. invaluable. Yeah. Um, so that was key. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, does cold emailing work? Sure. Be very compelling. Um, apparently they... What's their compelling? Um, I don't know. It'd be different than every, <laughs> every other asshole who's emailing, hey, yeah. read my script. Um, and I would I say, know. too, from what... Uh, different things I've gone to... I've been like, just don't be, don't email every day. Like, you know what I mean? Don't be ridiculous and overwhelming with emails because they're just going to block you. That was was something else they said was like, sure, you can follow up, but have a fucking reason. Don't just follow up being like, hey, like being like, be like, hey, I just had a show. I, here's a tape. Um, I thought you would be interested. Like some reason that you're following up because they saw your first email and they weren't interested. Mm -hmm. So if that's it, then no. Yeah. Um, Blah, blah, blah. What else? (laughs) (laughs) Know what the person you're emailing does. Oh Um, God. Yes. Pay attention. Just like go on LinkedIn for like one second. Um, Well, hold on. LinkedIn's (laughs) hard and I have several accounts because I keep getting locked out. I just don't. (laughs) Can we just Google it? Google it and then click on the LinkedIn profile. Um, this was a big thing. Sorry. I just <laughs> this was a big thing that I, I, I hadn't really thought about, but they they made a point to tell people to copyright your scripts. If you have written something, send it in. It How costs. the fuck does one copyright anything? Uh, Google it. Um, okay. It costs $55 was what they said. Um, That's a lot but, of money. Well, it's less money how than much if more you... are people going to make on it if you don't do exactly that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that was a big thing um and a couple of writer's notes you can submit like late night writer's packets and stuff like that um if you're a writer focus on your twitter because uh that's where people look for writers um get a mailing list if you have fans um i think that's that's about it um yeah anything else no I think that was good I think that was good input um I can like the one that I went to I did not take notes (laughs) but um one of the people that was there I genuinely like I don't remember his name I don't remember what he did but I remember seeing him like he looked familiar Mm. and he was saying that he goes to different open mics around Brooklyn and, and not open mics but mics and whatever Um, and he has a production company and is like on the side of people that kind of are creating some of the content versus selling it. Um, and he, he looked so familiar that what is that show that we used to go to all the time that I don't remember the name, but it's near the red door bar. 
in Brooklyn. Knitting Factory. Knitting Factory. I saw him and I was Not like, the show, he has the bar. the bar. And it's on Sunday nights. And I saw him and I was like, he's performed at Knitting Factory. Like, I just oh. saw him. And I was like, that's how you network. You know what I mean? I was yeah. just like, this is, you just consistently go to the same shows. You see some people. And then people immediately trust you because they're like, yeah, I've seen them at the show that I know I love. You know right. what I mean? Totally. And so, um, yeah, he was just, and that's what he was talking about. He was talking so much about networking. And I was like, that's because he's good at it. I'm getting FaceTime by. <laughs> it's definitely my niece. It's fine. I have to call her back. Sorry. Should we say hi to the baby? No, it's fine. I ignored it already. I don't. I don't know if she can consent to being on a on a po- on a podcast. <laughs> Honestly, she's probably not wearing clothes and playing with makeup. Okay, well, just that's yeah. her personality. <laughs> Love her for it. Um, I'll call her. I, don't, I like legit was like, call me on Sunday yeah. when I have time. I think we can wrap this up. <laughs> this has been good. No, I think it's so good. Um, I think yeah. the moral of the story is <laughs> uh, network the shit out of stuff, um, cover yourself legally, and um, go to networking events. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for taking such good notes. I tried. I'm so impressed. I tried. I, you I got a lot out of it. As, yeah. You know, as a relative novice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Great. Well, this has been a bonus up. It's been real. I'm going to FaceTime back. All right. Bye.